0: To all of those who loved him, all of us who still look for the black number three in the field, if you look real hard, they say you can still see him there. If you listen with us to the following song, well, perhaps you just might feel him here with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen here to remember Dale Earnhardt. TC and Jake. And folks. It's me, TC Fleming, here with Jay Kemp, and for this uh, very special voyage that I intend for us to go on, uh, we have David Carter Ruff, man with three names. Thank you for making the time. You don't have to use all three. What? How? How do? <laughs> how do you have three? It do you want to get it's... that mic
1: closer? I think that's. Oh yeah, I've never done a pod before. <laughs> I
0: apologize.
2: Um, the three name thing is uh, legal. That's a lawyer thing. Yeah, well, it's absolutely. Gotta be. Yeah, it
1: was either do the three names or just do Esquire at the end. Oh, and I figured this was the least smug. <laughs> yeah. but I might be mistaken, but uh, thanks for having me on. I can't wait to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was thinking um,
2: about this morning when I was driving home. Uh, like, this is basically just like the grown-up version of that meme of the three kids like talking <laughs> on yes! YouTube. Yes. <laughs> like, as I was telling Kristen this morning, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna need the house for a couple hours. Uh, Three middle aged <laughs> white men are going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein for a couple hours for a podcast. Well, no one's talking about it on podcasts, so <laughs> That's if a thing, it's
1: did.
2: a. <laughs> it's, no, no one has mined this space. Yeah. That's I'm, weird that, like, what do you tell people when they ask you what you do? Because, um, like, mine is weird.
0: I'm a storyteller.
2: But at least people have heard of radios. Yeah. <laughs> so that
1: helps. I, I like to lean into the digital media. And then just hope they don't pry, you know. Like hope it just stops there. Yeah. And then if and it's like, oh, we have we have a series of podcasts, uh, and they're like, oh, podcasts, yeah.
2: I've heard of that.
1: Yeah, and they're like, what, what what is it? I'll check it out. And I'm like, and that's when I really die inside. When they say they might check it out, because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. If you haven't already, you're not gonna like it. So.
2: But like, wife's family. Is that weird? No, they're <laughs> like, they're
1: they're very supportive. My family. I think my, my dad might be a a, a patron, and my sister. And no, the weird one is like the occasional cousin. That when you know I see them once every few years. They're like, hey, checked it out. It was uh, interesting. Actually, yeah. I had that. and I was like, yeah, you know, I could, I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, which one was it? Was it the one where we made the cum joke, or the one where we yeah. made the cum joke? Yeah.
2: Um, or oh, the cum stock joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah you guys were
2: hard on cum rocket (laughs) yeah
1: we were we went went viral on tiktok I don't know if you guys are familiar with tiktok but (laughs) we're now the face of cummies (laughs)
0: Um, yeah no imagine uh, doing the uh, oh I'll check it out conversation like once a day with an uber fare do you (laughs) think that would be a fun life You know, I don't want to tell you the name. I don't want to do this whole thing. How about well, we just, I, like, Were you worried about the judgment of 6 a.m. headed home hookers? No, I want them to listen for yeah. sure.
2: Uh, it's, it, Maybe some guests?
0: It's the same kind of policy that uh, the guy, the captain of our uh, boat in Austin had. Anyone can come on the boat as long as they're not dudes.
2: <laughs> captain Chris. We don't
0: need any more male listeners, uh, but everyone else. Climb aboard. Have the, we ever
2: told you about Captain Chris? I think I've heard y'all talk I'm about sure him. I'm sure KJ's.
0: You need to go meet Captain Chris. It'd be much easier for you than us. You could you could do that on a day trip.
2: That's a Thursday night game picker for next year for sure. Although oh my I god! I very yes. seriously doubt that he has the internet.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, no. <unless laughs> I was going to say like ability to record. That's yeah, like, like an
0: all-time
1: thought, Austin just burnout job where like you really – all you have to do is this one thing and you don't need internet. You just go do it. Um, it's like that or working like the car barn at a golf course or something like you, you're just like a, a few steps away
2: from having to stay in a shelter. <laughs> but the other thing about it is that like he also had like the Austin component of like branding himself.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he had, he had koozies he had, with uh, his face koozies on with, yeah, it. Yeah, oh,
1: okay. It a, so this, guy of a, him. this guy's yeah. a brand. Yeah.
2: He's,
0: he has a – like it's it's him yeah. wearing, the same, wearing the clothes he's wearing while he's doing <laughs> that. So you know that he just wears the same thing every <laughs> all day. all the time,
2: and someone sketched it's him. So, me. so he's just
0: going Tom out of his Koozie. way to
1: like become like a local legend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for he sure. Yeah, he's a yeah, uh, yeah. Jake. Uh, here's a name from the past. He's kind the of the Frisbee Dan. Frisbee Dan of of <laughs> the Austin Lake scene. Very
2: much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Chris. Yeah. Hey, will you show him real quick the uh, not that page, but one of the other pages?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I texted it. Well. I texted it to him, oh, okay. so he he knows. I got a layout. Yeah, we, I th- <laughs> a nice legal pad. Well, I, I had to get a second one, too, just oh, for anything not covered Christ. on the first one. The first one, kind of disorganized. So this sort of, like, gives me into what I want to, you know, the points like I got to hit. Fucking
2: rolls over
0: here. Well, you know, I, I, it's a serious topic, and Walt Davis, correct, many people have approached it. I don't know that any of them are brought to bear the sort of resources and acumen that we intend to here, so,
2: you know. Well, you... You guys tell me what Henry Abbott wrote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there's, there's, I don't even know if we can get to most of the Abbott stuff here because I love all of it. It's amazing, but a lot of it's just not that related to Jeffrey Epstein. Would you agree with that? There are a lot of
1: connections that, how do I put it? So he draws a lot of conclusions. Um, and, and, and these people were related. Uh, and and clearly rub shoulders, but there's not a lot of substance to that. like. Um, he try his his whole tie in is the NBA. I don't think even necessarily
0: saying that the there is, right?
1: Yeah. Well, maybe not. It's just he's pointing all this out, and my whole thing is, and I'm I haven't been a true hoop guy for a long time, but I'm like, what what made him do this passion project? Is this like a, a known thing that this guy was
2: in, down to do some dirty journalism? We talked about this yesterday, like. <clears throat> as I'm sure you were, I was a hardcore True Hoop dude. Like, it was great. It was felt like the first of its kind. Yeah. And then, like, I don't remember if you sent it to me first or how I found it. I think I found it because I liked listening to David Thorpe talk basketball. So, like, I paid for True Hoop, and then, like, they were sending me updates, and it was like, you know, I don't know, like, is John Wall's contract movable? And – <laughs> uh, Jamal Khashoggi is actually yeah. the reason that the 76ers were tanking.
0: Yeah. I'm like, what the... F-
2: uh, yeah, very odd.
0: Uh, but he has always been a guy. Like, it, 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 most of it's more traditional basketball stuff, but he would definitely bring a way different lens on occasion to basketball things. One thing that stands out in my mind is he read, like, a book about running. And, uh, oh, that's it was, right. It was a big-time book at the top. Like, uh, it, was, it was one of those real... You know, here's um, why people
2: in this country can run. Gary like,
0: V would have tweeted about it something like that, you know, and uh, It was and he, he read the book and then applied it to like all the major NBA stars like was examining their gait Like he's like, of course Dwayne Wade is a injury prone player. Look at how his feet lands. Like that's oh, yeah. not normal stuff You know, it's not normal, but it's also not the Saudis. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd like to think that you know one day he was just he was looking in, into like uh, somebody's plus minus, and then all of a sudden like he, he like looked up at the TV and saw something about Epstein, and then that just sent him on a path. And he's going to sell the movie rights to to his entire life story because it could be this would be an excellent movie, like a, a nice origin story. Yeah, a basketball blogger turned uh, guy who cracked the case. Yeah, I'm it's feeling pretty pretty much Tom
2: zodiac.
0: Hanks. Hanks. I'm feeling Tom Hanks big time. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like this is his lane. Uh, you probably want to keep him in particular separate from this project.
2: Didn't think about uh. that seven seconds ago. <laughs> if he's alive at all, yeah. Vida. Yeah.
0: Does <laughs> she say that he's a zombie?
2: Oh, yeah. Vida thinks Tom Hanks has been dead for like two years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I have no doubt that she's right. I've never known her to be <laughs> wrong about anything. Yeah, she's. Do, she's, you,
2: uh, uh, do you keep track of Vida? Dave. I don't. Uh,
0: Mike <laughs> and mom. mom.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I need to know more on this theory. Yeah, she, she has she's... a
0: lot of strong opinions about a lot of topics. What does she think about Chet? <laughs>
2: I don't know if she's weighed in on Chet Hayes, but, yeah, she's uh, – I should be getting my photo uh, in the next couple days, but <clears throat> every time Mike goes down to Florida around this time, <laughs> uh-huh. he just simply photographs his mom's uh, stack of books from that year. <laughs> And we, it's that, not good. That's when I found out that uh, the My Pillow Guys book yes. has like a fucking uh, – what do you call it? Like, a pillow? No. Like it's written
1: the, on a pillow. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd
2: be great. The cover is like if you look at it in different yeah, ways. Yeah, like the a cover hologram t- hologram yeah. Hologram Hologram yeah.
1: Oh, so it's almost like looking at like a, a back of a $20 bill. Exactly. You notice <laughs> you see something, something different. different. If you fold it together, you
2: see the, the sphinx or something. She's definitely into, uh, into all of this.
0: But yeah, uh, speaking of moms, that's the audio I have for you. I'll just go ahead and play this. Do you know who Jeffrey Epstein is? Sort of. Can you hear all this? Who is he?
2: I know he's been accused of being involved with uh,
0: sex trafficking, I believe. Where have you heard about this from? The radio, the news. Like People that. Magazine? No, I don't I think it's that. even in People Magazine. I'm far behind anyway. What's his current status as far as you're aware? I thought he committed suicide in jail. Do you think he committed like? Who do you you, you think he killed himself? Yeah. I, I haven't heard enough information to determine one way or the other. So, okay, i gonna kind of hold up. that judgment. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, it's hard to ask this without being leading, but uh, what, uh, in your opinion, see someone who acted alone or uh, yeah, acted
2: alone and killing
0: himself? you? Well, just uh, the the ring, you know, like uh,
1: who, who's involved in the ring? I know there's been a
2: couple
0: you women. A what, are you, what are you guys playing uh, with? <laughs> I can't tell you her name, or like, I know she was involved in a show. And I don't know about an actress, but maybe she's like, getting this mixed up with Nexus. <laughs> I was gonna say, I that. feel like this is <laughs> <laughs> very bad.
2: Well, and hold on. Yeah, okay, she's kind of deal. searching. I thought there was an, huh? Oh. I thought there was another actor.
0: That, all All my dad was whispering, stop while you're ahead. Oh, isn't it uh, <laughs> Prince Andrew or and somebody? No! Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, so okay. that's, that's the bulk of it. So yeah, you know. Um, well, because this has always been
2: a central yes. question when we talk about this. I was case. asking it for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. is just when I imagine my mom watching the 6 o'clock news or like David Meir at 5 mm. o'clock. Like, how does she process this story? And I've largely thought that the way she processes it is not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just hmm. basically. So the world like, might be controlled by a cabal of pedophiles.
2: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with uh, also uh, gas inflation prices? up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: All right, well, that's solid research. Back to you. Uh, yeah, no. So I, I was really hoping that this all would line up with the Jelaine verdict coming in because uh, the. Uh, as we outlined yesterday, the, the jury is is done for the week. They won't be back until Tuesday. And they wouldn't have had to come back on Tuesday at all if they had just fucking told us what they think yesterday. So I thought they were going to do that. Um, so to have, you know, verdict yesterday, this podcast today, and then all building towards, of course, uh, her 60th birthday on, uh, on Saturday. Uh, of course that would have been a nice little package but we didn't get the whole thing but yeah i i I thought this was a good time to just kind of like go over you know what do we know what do we think we know you know for for people who you know like we talk about this for five minutes an episode like once a month and i don't know there's ever been a time that we'd sit down and lay out everything in one place so i'd love to do that does that sound good to you guys
2: yeah, and, and for me, it's just odd that she's been in the public light and classified as a socialite for so long, and I only, like, in the last two weeks, found out how massive her titties are.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I can't believe it took you that long to realize that that's what she was working with. I
2: mean, I always knew she was a very attractive woman, but a lot of the photos that the two of you have been sending me have been... <laughs> oh, don't I'd put like me to in this. ...disagree with <laughs> you there. Eye-opening. Uh,
0: <laughs> she, a, her face is that of a British person yeah Which i simply cannot get past but
1: someone referred to, was it kate somebody i don't want to name names. someone said she looks like uh, like the fifth beetle
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay but the you know, beetles were very handsome man i was going to say yeah That's it's you know, not I, a bad thing
0: yeah yeah no i've i've in the course of doing this i've now seen like a lot of pictures of her at various stages of life and uh, just tracking the nose through time uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's really under control in her 20s, but by the time we get to 59, something's gone terribly wrong. Um, but yeah, with, with the whole Epstein thing, I, I think that it kind of, I, I think about it in, in two categories of, uh, there's the stuff that's, that we know and is proven, um, and then there's the stuff where you definitely would not be able to say that you can prove it. But uh, you'd suspect you know. Like, you can imagine. That's, that's the big thing, you know? Uh, you can imagine. So, um, from, as far as what we know, you know I mean? Like, headline thing, from at least 1993 on, Jeffrey Epstein personally preyed on teenagers. Uh, the number three comes up over and over and over whenever talking to uh, people who knew him, that he had to nut three times a day. Yeah. Hard and fast. <laughs> yeah. And I like I, I have to assume that some of those were just like uh, you know, him and Jelaine or him by himself or whatever. But uh if, if it's close to like trying to run in three, you know, teenagers a day, we we're talking about hundreds of victims pretty quickly.
2: Listen, I'm not gonna defend the guy.
0: Okay. That's certainly not Thank my
2: you. uh <laughs> <laughs> My aim here today. How big of you. But if I did have, like, billions of dollars gifted to me, uh, I certainly go on. I certainly would not, uh, as we all know, aim for uh, even probably women in their 20s. But I think if you just had nothing to do all the time, I could definitely see jacking off three times a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like— uh, when, It's when not when the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's like, not
0: now. As <laughs> I mean, a younger you, man you've lost the lust for life. <laughs> Uh, I just—I mean, there was a time where if I'd had the time, I certainly would have liked to jerk off three times a day. But that was a decade ago or more.
1: Well, every day for him is like uh, when you stay home sick in ninth grade, <laughs>
0: yeah, and, your, exactly. and your parents
1: are at work, and you're just like, "Well, you got nothing else
2: to do," and you Let's just set see a
1: personal how high we can best, fly. you yeah. just PR it every yeah, time. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, look, Ginny Jones is on. <laughs> maybe uh, this will work. Maybe flip it over to, to like a uh, you know. <laughs>
1: Kiana's Flex Appeal or something? (laughs) If that's what you're sure if you want to get a workout
2: (laughs) I just don't think that's like the craziest number I've ever heard But if you're doing it in a form of obviously there's victimization involved then you are talking about hundreds of people
0: Yeah Anyways whatever you just think about I mean I have no idea how to parse like the report rates on sexual assault but I suspect there's a lot more assaults than reports does that sound right to you guys? I've always
2: heard that. Definitely.
0: Um, and so, you know, whenever you look at the number of victims that have come forward, uh, in like, just victims we know about, too, because I, I watched uh, the documentary, the four-part Netflix, the Filthy Rich thing this week to, to bone up on this. And, uh, you know, if you're just talking about, like, the girls on camera in that and then the girls that they said like, yeah, I told my friend about this, and she went. Like, you're getting to, like, I don't know, 40 pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, and that so that's that's the ones we know about. And then you would assume that there were several years where, like, you know, there's just not anyone that appeared in this documentary. But I don't think that he was not doing it. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's a staggering number. Um, as far as other things that we know for sure, he uh, had, you know, like kind of a, a business built up around this, like an infrastructure Um, you know, where Jelaine's a big part of that, uh, uh, Sarah Kellen. do you you know about Sarah Kellen, Jake? Uh, I guess not. She's, one of the, whenever he had the, uh, plea agreement, the big Alex Acosta one. Yeah. Uh, that that had the non-prosecution part of it, he had some named (laughs) co-conspirators, which is the most insane thing of all time. It's like, these people, they haven't necessarily done anything wrong. But just, I want to get this out there. You can't charge them with any federal crimes going forward. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty pretty sweet deal (laughs) for them.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Good looking out.
0: (laughs) Jelaine's on that list. Uh, Sarah Kellen's on that list. Um, Nadia
1: Maronico. We'll just call her Nadia. There had to be a Nadia in in there somewhere. (laughs) She's (laughs) on that list. You couldn't have a spy thriller without Nadia.
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, Sarah, so Sarah and in the Jelaine trial, um, one of the girls described Sarah as being the one to take her pictures, like that they were, you know, like they go and do the whole massage business, and then uh, you know, Jeffrey's like, yeah, yeah, go with her, she'll she'll take some nudes of you.
2: G sounds extremely versatile to me.
0: Yeah, like this, utility player. Yeah,
2: I don't know that we've <laughs> I've had like a female cleaner. Yeah. Uh, in the news, in my life like this. It's well, I guess like Hillary, you know. Mm-hmm. She just kind of like ends people. Was she more of a Hillary or an Uma?
1: Huma, whatever. Anthony <laughs> I Wiener's think she ex. was a Hillary, you know. I mean, I, okay. th- I
0: think that she was, I mean, uh, she and Epstein shared a room the whole time. That was a, a revelation from the trial. One bedroom for the two of them in the the Palm Beach place. That's sweet. Do you also think it's weird, like, that maybe this is just— Love, folks. Give it a chance. (laughs)
2: Maybe this is just, like, trying to perceive things through our own, uh, like, not billionaire uh, view. But I think it's weird that they, like, were romantically involved for a very long time and then reportedly, I think, no longer were, but they were just still, like—
0: See, I did think they out were
2: getting broads together. Like, I, I can't. It was like a co-parenting deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, but like, I don't know. That's just. I think that they were always like. There was a point where like he was going around like introducing herself or er, her all the time as like his girlfriend or whatever. Um, but then later, not. Yeah, but I. I mean, they were living together the whole time, so I. I. I kind of think that it was at a certain point it like fell into sort of another thing. Where she was more like running his affairs and you know, making sure that, the, that he had enough ladies and stuff like that. Um, it's just
2: hard for me as someone who like every single person that I dated in any way before right now would tell you they hate me.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what
2: this this uh, working relationship is not something I can identify in with. Some in some ways, he way.
0: just lived a healthier life than you. and That's I. probably true. <laughs> He's a better man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, uh, one of the other revelations at trial was at one point um, he uh, was trying to convince uh, mother to send her child to his New Mexico ranch. The cum ranch. As as way of uh, doing that said, uh, well, you shouldn't worry. My wife, Jelaine, will be there. Mm. So that, was, mm. that was a big one. We may
1: have a common law marriage situation. Yeah, See? who this knows? Is why you bring
0: in the lawyer. Yeah, we will get to the <laughs> bottom of this. I'm an expert. <laughs> I would love it if you were just an expert in common law. <laughs> um, There's nothing common about it.
1: That's
2: the thing. <laughs> See, that's a good start right there. Yeah, that is. I feel yeah. like we put that on the ad.
0: Yeah. If, if this is <laughs> that's uh, the chorus, <laughs> I'm, I'm paying the retainer at the end of this meeting. If that's how it starts, yeah, I thank know you. that. Um, but yeah, so Sarah Callen, uh, you know, went through all the, it just appeared that one of the big assertions about her in the media was that she was the scheduler, like that she'd kind of be coordinating with the girls to make sure that they showed up at the right times, uh, and they were staggered properly, but she, after she got out of this whole deal, has uh, gone on to lead a, a normal life and is now married to NASCAR's Brian Vickers.
2: <laughs> I saw that story a couple weeks ago, and I'd never heard of the guy, but it appeared that people
0: who are into NASCAR had. So I can get from Epstein to Rich Phillips in four moves. <laughs> <laughs> and I... Right. That, that, that makes absolutely no guy. sense,
2: right? Like if I would have just asked you just now to like list me the top ten sports that are going to come up as we <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have NASCAR like in the ten. God. Whatever
1: you're talking about, the elites F- getting F1, together, one F1 of them is going to be sure. a NASCAR F one makes sense.
0: Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, that is
1: the elite <laughs> sport.
0: Yeah. I feel sure that F one is in there somewhere. We just haven't uncovered that. Part I just, yet. I just can't believe you've um,
1: potentially implicated the entire SMU program. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I, I just, I gotta wonder about this Brian <laughs> Vickers fella. Why? Like, because you don't know. You don't always know what out. people were. She's in the non-prosecution agreement. She did something. That's plainly obvious. And then you have people in the media describing what that is, like victims being like. Yeah, what she did to me was, and he's just like, I I mean, it has to be that, like, you know, there's more bad people in the world than just Jeffrey Epstein. Whenever you hear about a new person like Brian Vickers, who I certainly hadn't heard about before this, uh, you're like, well, they're probably like me and they have a similar, uh, you know, heart to mine. And I just, I'd start to think that I can't believe that about Brian Vickers. I think you,
2: so. You're basically asking asking the question: Is being included in a sex trafficking non prosecution agreement a deal breaker?
0: If you found out that Kristen <laughs> was named in a non prosecution agreement as part of like yeah. as a favor to her by a sex trafficker, how would you feel about it?
2: Yeah, I, when you put it like that, I think I would have reservations.
0: I'd have a lot of <laughs> questions. Um, and then, Dave uh, seems
2: cool with
1: it. I'm, I'm just I'm thinking like, what did I mean? What if They really weren't involved like at all, but it was just kind of like a like a a belated birthday gift. (laughs) Like, hey, I went ahead and got your name. Just I know you're good, but just in case, (laughs) just you know, thank me later.
0: (laughs) It would it would be not the gift I was looking to receive. But would you turn it? You're not going to turn it down, though. I think I might. I think I say keep my name out of anything to do with you. I don't want anyone to know that I met you. Yeah. I'll take the prosecution risks. Um, And then uh, Nadia, uh, detail about her. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think that it's both Virginia and Maria. But let me just say Virginia Giuffre said.
1: Did I say that name? Oh, I've been saying it wrong forever then. Yeah, I was always going with Guffrey. It's Giuffre. Oh man, G- guffrey's such a blasphemous way, and that's how I've been saying it. So now, hearing you say that, I feel like just such a. There's a piece probably of scum. never
2: been two more disparate ways to pronounce Guffrey, one, name, one name than Guffrey to well, Gouffrey. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I think Ghislaine or Jilane. is always said Isn't in like the French pronunciation like Jilane?
0: Yeah, man, but, you know, she's not Edit French. that out. I hate that I said that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that out there. Um, yeah, I don't know what kind of stuff you guys run. We're not okay, an editing a podcast. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, How often do you guys edit? Uh, honestly, like
2: once every few months, if that. We okay. we, we rarely. That's good. It used to happen for us all only because of me, like probably once every four months but it's been a long time
0: yeah you you're doing much better yeah. usually,
1: usually it's if we have a, a read and it's for something that has like a ton of of rules that you can or cannot say yeah um, like a some kind of like online insurance platform or
2: something yeah yeah when there's a, a fiduciary element yeah, to it. yeah yeah
1: you can't get in there and just
0: start mixing it up <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh the hard seltzer sponsor
1: that they're pretty lenient um <laughs> Although you know there is the disclaimers at the end no the one the one that I'm really thinking of is uh you, you don't know. have to
2: say it specifically if you
1: don't want okay, well, you definitely can't say you're going postal
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't really like to bring that up as we learned. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it's good to know whether or not they they care enough to listen. You know, <laughs> you know they've got That's people. Awesome. They'll hit you. You'll get the email like,
1: "Hey, great read. Love the <laughs> anecdote. Loved it. Um, one thing <laughs> <laughs> the um, the reference to um, you know like an early '90s uh, killing spree, <laughs> shooting, uh, rampant problem. Uh, we don't. We we can't have that. Like, okay. And they, you know what? They've stuck with us.
0: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you understand. Communication is
1: key.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, Gouffre. Well, uh, Goof- <coughs> Virginia Gouffre said Giuffrey? that – uh I, I, think, I think it's not a hard G. I think it's a soft G. That's and even worse. And I think it's Gouffre. Um, said that uh, Nadia or that, that Jeffrey had told her that uh, Nadia came to be in his circle – um, when she was like, uh, 14, he, uh, bought her from her parents in Yugoslavia. Mm. He went to Yugoslavia, offered them a sum and said, I'm taking her with. And the parents were like, well, that is a lot of money.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, heavy and horrible, but also like makes you think that probably happens like a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's I one mean, of those things. Not. Like it, a lot, a lot. When
1: you see that in a movie. Yeah. You're like, okay. You're Right. And then Taking ta- that's us, a lot of this example. stuff, honestly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, you know, it's, you, you hear this. Your, your friend took a bunch of notes on his legal pad and he's <laughs> dropping these bombs on you. Like, whoa, that changes everything.
0: Uh, then she also, uh, fun twist, uh, rose to some social media prominence as uh, the Gulfstream girl. She, she was into flying, as many people in his circle were. Oh, so she was like the private flight attendant? I think that she knew how to fly to some extent, and like I vaguely remember that, this. that's right. Had like a YouTube channel where she's like you know just yeah. talking about it. Was she monetizing? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Hard to do on this that, is, uh, you know.
2: This guy's into digital media.
1: Yeah, you know um, what YouTube's really doing, like the way that they're they're shadow shut banning, the fuck up. And <laughs> censoring is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, he's he's the best. <laughs> just capable of. Fooling anyone with anything.
0: <laughs> so, like, is that
2: account still active? Uh,
0: so the the channel exists, but there's no more videos on it. Like I, I immediately went. Uh, she had some kind of uh, legal dispute with Gulfstream and had to change her name from oh, yeah. the Gulfstream girl. They, they got girl.
2: bulldogs over there from what I've heard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she moved to being called the something else girl. Yeah, like the fly girl. I don't know. Uh, and and so I found that page and uh, it just didn't have it. She'd taken down all the videos. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so as far as other By things. By the way, they put a sum on that
2: 14-year-old's transaction. Do we have any idea? Like, no. Like, don't you want to no, – like, he just, just bad, just, but I want to know. Well,
1: yeah,
0: I, I, I'm curious
1: what the yeah. number would be.
0: Uh, me as well. But uh, no, it was just it was just Jeffrey being like, you know, I bought her. And that I think that was the extent of it. Yeah. Um, as far as other things that we're, we're absolutely sure about, uh, he had power of attorney, received real estate, and a large amount of money from Les Wexner. Uh, that continued until around the time of his first conviction. Uh at, since then, he has received – this is a confirmed figure from a, a law firm uh, report, $158 million from Leon Black, the founder of Apollo Global Capital. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, until uh, all this came out, the, the president of Apollo Global Capital. And then they had the whole uh, – this is all the stuff from the True Hoop. The True Hoop is real zeroed in on this aspect that uh, – They have this law firm report that comes out, says, yes, it was $158 million, but we asked a lot of hard questions, and I think it's just uh, estate planning. He just gave some Mm -hmm. tax advice, and that was worth $158 million. So we're clearing Leon of all charges. Uh, Unrelated matter, he is stepping down. (laughs) So... uh, it's just too hot, you know. Just like, get a, you, you know, guys did solve this, this problem yeah. across a number of uh, <laughs> axes, and I think everyone's going to feel good about this, but don't ask any more questions.
1: Was this Pepper Hamilton?
0: <laughs> <laughs> was this the Pep? No, it's it's the I I've, I've never seen this before. you know, maybe you can tell me more about the law world. It's uh it's a one-name firm. It's just Detchert. Oh.
2: That's pretty that's
1: Alpha.
0: No, nice. they're serious. I yeah. saw it and I was impressed.
2: Yeah. That's pretty good. Like even the uh, Murdoch family had like three names on theirs, and yeah. I was led to believe that they like ran a state for a hundred years
0: Every one that I've seen it's it's multiple names. So this this Detrick fella Some balls on him. By the yeah. way, there's
2: like not uh, There's a non-zero chance that there's like some alternate universe where you're working for Pepper Hamilton Yeah, that feels like the sort of thing that like I don't know that I really see you like in the criminal space like I be little too soft yeah, thanks. <clears throat> but kind of just the paper pusher, uh, read read your emails and Pepper Hamilton feels like a David Ruff possibility. The the, your the thoughts the, the corporate
1: investigation <laughs> stuff. I, I actually have done some of that, and it's 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 interesting. Like you just get in and like it's you're an outsider and you're just getting all the dirt and just interviewing people who work there, and it's. It's kind of fun, like it's, it's yeah. I mean, if you have some like a juicy case or a juicy thing that you're investigating, um, but yeah, there's a lot of money in that, and uh, we could do an entire podcast on the Pepper Hamilton. We need to get to bo- bottom of that one
0: next. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> do you uh, do you think you'd be able to keep the mustache in that world? Man, um, the
1: mustache would not play. It would have you know. I, I practiced in Lubbock for a while. It might play out there. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact I probably would still be out there if I had done it I would have commanded more respect yeah I'd probably still hold my uh, position there it really was and the stash I have to say um, the wife is asking like hey when's that
2: coming off when's the bit over yeah and I was
1: was like you married the bit (laughs) (laughs) you had a child with the bit yeah Uh, but maybe soon we'll see
2: are you allowed this is a really dumb question that I've never like actually considered are you allowed to serve on a jury
0: like a lawyers mm-hmm. commonly jurors i would hope i wish that they were the only ones that i know but like if you only have one because they'll let some fucking idiots do
2: it no we've talked about the professional juror thing before but like i just is there are they like commonly excluded
1: I, you know it depends on the case that they may you know you might get somebody who wants to strike that person from the jury pool because having somebody who's in theory analytical and looks at things objectively and and also things knows like them. what
2: people are looking
0: for exactly that's yeah. the last thing I want on my journey <laughs> right yeah. right I just want a guy the who has to
2: work at his church tomorrow <laughs> yeah. so can't be here for the, Ooh, trial can't, on the 23rd. Can't do it
0: can't do it. I gotta I gotta help my church um so uh, <coughs> the as far as things that we we know for sure I even like Bill Clinton I would not put that under we know for sure he's on the flight logs. But there's no one – I don't I don't know that any of the uh, women who came forward saying they were abused ever said that they were with him. Uh, in the documentary, one of the women talks well, about can't. traveling with him. And uh, she dead. says that that was the only time that they didn't uh, have any problems, like that no one abused her on that trip. Um, one of the – the documentary, like – it's kind of bringing together a lot of stuff that was already out there, and it's useful, I guess, in that purpose. The one thing that I, I had not seen before that I thought was valuable is uh, they had a guy who worked on the island that they talked to pretty extensively. Cell yeah. phone
1: tower guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and uh, he said that he saw Clinton on the island, and Clinton does deny going to the island. The guy was like, oh, yeah, turn the corner. He was sitting there talking to him for sure. Uh, but but that guy did not see Clinton doing anything. And I think that he even said that uh, they were the only two on the island at that point. Like, no one else was there. Well,
1: G-Max is – was friends with Chelsea Clinton. For sure. Like, that's, that's for sure – she was at the wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- photo. I
0: think there's no doubt that they're close. But, like, you know, the three of us are friends, and we've never trafficked women between each other.
2: That's fair. Yeah, once uh, you make it three, it's – it's, it's complicated. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I, all that is really is just people knowing that, like, Bill Clinton is, like, a serial horny man.
0: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying that that's <clears> one so probably where I would did, say but yeah, you don't know. a preponderance of smoke uh, to draw a line between something like that. And I would say Prince Andrew, like, we've got pictures of the fire. You know, like uh, fucking, he he absolutely they got him dead to right. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. got you got an accuser saying that that happened. You've got her in a picture with him, and then uh, you've got the telecom guy at the island saying that he was walking by the pool once and that uh, jufre was uh, was grinding on Prince Andrew. Like, so I mean, that's in a preposterous amount of evidence. And then you throw in Prince Andrew's interview. <laughs> yeah, that didn't all of it's you know a hundred percent. That guy was. In this. Was uh,
1: was the cell phone tower guy? Was he the one who had a contentious relationship with uh, G Max? Um, one of them when they were getting when they were getting questioned, it was like clear they did not get along. And I can only think that she was not nice to the people who were uh,
0: helping out around the island. I think that that I think you're thinking of uh, Juan Alessi. That the, is uh, exactly right. Yeah. They, okay. They, the guy who kind of uh, ran the house in Palm Beach, um, yeah, no, he, at the trial, made it fairly clear he was not a fan. And they they submitted a, uh, a handbook for the house as evidence. And there's, st- I, I don't think that Jelaine wrote it. Uh, I think that they went out of their way to say that some, like a uh, countess, wrote it. Um, but uh, it's got a bunch of stuff in there about, like, you know, uh, neither seen nor heard kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, and, and he he, Juan made it pretty clear that uh, Jelaine was a bitch to him, and I couldn't believe that.
2: I know I've told you guys this before, but it is really weird to see it in person. The fact that it is a one way in, one way out situation. I yeah. Like, I, the fact that it's on the end of that street, <clears throat> the ocean, like the bay is behind it. Like it definitely feels like you're trapped when you get to the end of the street. Just imagine whenever you shot. shopping. I was fucking terrified, and it was He's like, like I, ten I, I just years want before. somewhere
0: where people feel like they're trapped.
2: <laughs> I mean, admission <it>, accomplished. <laughs> it was very eerie.
0: I love that you've been there.
2: Yeah, I was. I always forget about that. Yeah, honestly, pretty terrified. Because the whole documentary is like just like drone shots of that when it actually happened.
1: And she, I'm just thinking, <clears> there was Jake. Is the New York City townhouse still? Is that still up there? Because the, yeah. the, the crazy thing about that, isn't there like 40-something rooms? Yeah, like, it's a seven-story. I can't even picture – I'm sure I could look
0: at it, but I, I can't even
2: imagine what that would look like in New York in, City. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's heavily fe- – I watched the trailer for the – I mean,
0: it looks like an apartment building. It's just that it's one thing, right. you know. Like like you, it looks like other things that, you know, possibly a walk-up. I don't know if you guys know the lingo. You're
2: a New York guy. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, have you watched the trailer for the Dasha movie? No, I mean it's heavily featured there. Okay. The uh, ex girlfriend of the Bug Man from Cometown, who is now featured in season three of Succession. Okay. Made a horror movie about Jeffrey Epstein. So, my uh, good buddy of mine, internet friend and real
1: life friend John Duda, yeah, of internet party fame, he uh, he watched it. He found oh, a clip call it. he said it is absolutely the the biggest piece of garbage. It looked oh, no. it looked, looked
2: so bad in the trailer I saw, but I'm not really like horror guy, but He said the acting is just shockingly bad. Yeah.
0: That's that's unfortunate. I was hoping for more.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I've got a link I can send you. Okay. I yeah, haven't watched I,
0: it yet. I don't really want to watch it after what you just said. Yeah, yeah and I also, like,
2: <laughs> also, like, he's just had the link and hasn't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, is anybody really sharing those yeah. sort of <laughs> links, like, <laughs> aggressively? Mm, like, you're pretty much given the full comment there. But anyways, like, that house is heavily featured. So
0: it's, I mean, you could just go check it out. So another thing I would put in the, we're... Positive of that house is uh, wired with cameras everywhere.
2: So was the house by the way on uh, El Brillo still yeah, and I mean they probably were newer, but dude everywhere like the whole Scene was I was very aware that there was there was a lot of uh,
0: interior hidden ones Okay, uh, I believe in all properties because uh, Maria farmer the she was the first one to accuse him in 1996 she went to the FBI Uh, and she like worked for him she ran the she was like front desk at the east 71st the manhattan property um and she said that both her and virginia i believe say that they saw like it was it's like one of those things where it's not like full-on hidden but like you're not expecting it there of just kind of like a wall that like it's actually a door and you like go through there and uh there's just you know monitors across the whole thing and it's every room you know all the bathrooms that type of shit i want to know
1: what security company set that up and i want to look into them that's well, that's where you need to go cuz it certainly wasn't like a ring setup right <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no no, no. just Simply block off faith, your saturday for <laughs> not involved
0: uh Maria, she did a full episode interview with uh, Truanon, which is good, and anyone interested in this case, I recommend it. She said, uh, like, one of her anecdotes was that she got hired or was about to be hired to – she's a painter and was going to do some paintings for a great film, uh, as good as it gets. Mm. But uh, Jeffrey, every time that she was about to leave the orbit, would try and do something to keep her in. So he's like, well, Ann Wexner wants to hire you. She's going to pay you a ton for a ton of paintings and like, you know, just do this. So she went and lived at the Wexner's and she said whenever she got there that like Jelaine called her and was like, I see you. Because everywhere at the Wexner property was wired for video and that Jelaine Damn. was watching her like all the time. Like would you, like, and Jelaine in New York could see the feed. Uh, which uh, is that even possible in 1996? Maybe she was on the property. I don't fucking know. Um, but she just described that, there, like, there was a time whenever she like uh, spilled some paint and like moved some furniture over it to just try and kind of keep this going. And uh, that like the someone was on the phone immediately. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, like they could see they were watching her spill the paint and then saw her move the thing. Um, and so I I think that she said that. Uh, Jeffrey had indicated to her at one point that um, Les had a guy as far as being able to get your house wired for secret video in every room. That that was something that, that Les that – Les was uh, – wanted that anyways that everywhere that he was. And I think that the, the house – because Jeffrey got the house from Les. So I think it's Les putting it's in the cameras – from the start. Like yeah. he was like, hey, I got a huge mansion in Manhattan, great news. It's got cameras all throughout. Um, and, uh, but I think she also said that like uh, Jeffrey was a guy also who was very conversant in, you know, like how the surveillance system worked. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's, so it's, this is a great example of the uh, stuff we know and stuff we can imagine. We know for certain the entire house was wired for video. Then you start to imagine, well, why would they want it wired for video? And so that you could have powerful people having sex with underage girls without them knowing that they're being taped. Then, yeah, no, that's, so that's obviously the – Because, uh, Nefarious
2: mean, stuff. <clears throat> the other option would be uh, if you want to be involved in, like, doing a whole bunch of shady shit, you would want, like, the least amount of record of this as possible if it was just you. Yeah. <laughs> like if you introduce other people to it, that's the only reason that you would want that there if you're the type of person who is also committing crimes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it could be like a dentist situation. What he, do you mean? Uh, well, he was, he's known for uh, Dennis from Always Sunny, tapes every sexual encounter oh, he has. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. He <laughs> isn't trying to tape anyone else. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, there are those people. Uh, and then uh, some final things that we're sure about. He got a really unusual deal from prosecutors. Like the, the uh, one great thing the documentary does a good job of is just talking to the, the like police and uh, the people involved in the original Florida prosecution. And just gets them talking about how the people that eventually ended up because he got a deal. Both the state didn't want to do anything with it. And then the federal Gave him the non-prosecution agreement. Um, at both levels, whenever they started, they were like, oh, yeah, this is terrible. We got to nail this guy. He's not going to see light again. And then, you know, a week later, they're like, so, you know, I mean, in the end, is it that bad? We're just going to kind of let him off with one thing. It's, you know, this just makes sense for everybody. That's um, where we got
2: the Acosta. Yeah uh what's the term he actually used he belongs to intelligence intelligence above his pay grade above his pay grade was in there as well
0: yeah (coughs) um and then uh the final thing i'm sure about is that there were hundreds of people who were aware of this and had no problem said nothing like you know, just the people like Juan Alessi, you know, and I mean, like, it's not like he's the worst guy in all this, but people who just see girls coming to the house all the time, sees that there's a massage table in every room. Like, you know, how many fucking sophomores in high school do you know that are great at massages? Um, like, if, if you were, tr- if you're just trying to, like, you know, like the, the fucking staff of the airport as, uh, you know, he's landing in uh, Little St. James, you know, like all, all that kind of stuff. Um, there was, uh, I, I found this last night, it was something that Henry Abbott linked to, something called the Mint Press that I was not from previously familiar with. Do you know about the Mint Press? Wait, I, I do. Explain it further. I, I, I know this is something. They had a couple, they, they had several articles about Epstein. One of them- Is this the one from India? No, it's, I was looking, because I didn't know anything about it, and I, so I, I looked at the Wikipedia last night, it's, I think it's some lady from, like, a journalist in Minnesota that started it, something okay. like that.
2: I was thinking of the, uh... Schneider? Yeah. The yeah. one that Daniel Snyder like, tried to put out of business, oh, yeah. <laughs> that accused Bruce Allen of working with them to plant I stories,
1: a sh- smear sh- <laughs> campaign, to yeah. put them in the,
2: in, the, in the black book or something.
0: Yeah, that was great. I loved that. Um... How great is it to have someone like someone who's got a grudge against a powerful person is like I know I'll just get him I'll just fucking tell him it's Epstein yeah
2: and uh, I know just who to call
0: uh, mid market paper <laughs> in India that is I would like some more explanation of how that came to be but uh, yeah yeah what was his connect like how did, he, how did I, he
2: I never figured that out Dude, I hope it aside, that it
0: comes out in the trial
2: the congratulations text part of that story. Did we ever talk about that? Oh, what? my God. So uh, when when uh, Daniel Snyder hired Ron Rivera, it was like nine months after – or it was a few months after Bruce Allen had been fired by Daniel Snyder. Mm-hmm. And I guess like in discovery or somehow, Daniel Snyder found out that Bruce Allen texted Ron Rivera the day he got hired with a congratulations because mm-hmm. they were friends, mm-hmm. even though Bruce didn't work there anymore. And <laughs> – Daniel Snyder was really upset that he didn't text, uh, that Bruce didn't text him a congratulations. Mm. So as part of their, like, back and forth when they were, it like, determining up. what they owed him mm-hmm. as far as, like, the terms of his contract. How much for the text? His lawyer actually said to Allen's lawyers, it is our client's understanding that as part of this agreement, Mr. Allen will be texting Mr. Snyder a thank <laughs> you or a congratulations on the hire of Ron Rivera. And that was... Nine months after Ron Rivera was hired. It's just something I would like. <laughs> it's a common courtesy. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, this is a, a tiny story, probably not worth repeating, but here I go. Uh covered a Redskins Cowboys game for the, the the ticket radio station. And you know, they get you there whenever the team gets there, so you're walking through the building to the press box, you know, pretty early before the, the fans are in for the most part. And uh, we were going through, you know. I mean, it's, they drop you off like at whatever freight door, and then you gotta find your way up to the press box. And I think I was walking with Tom, I think it was just me and Tom Gribble, um, and uh, approached a door and a, a woman like stepped in front of it and was like, no sirs, wait. And then Dan Snyder just like walked by. And once he was out of view, she was like, okay. That
2: makes sense, yeah. That's how that guy rolls. It's also the shittiest press box in the world. Yeah, the whole stadium fuck, sucks. fucking sucks. It's awful. Notoriously bad. Yeah. It's I, the only cowboy game I covered.
0: I was uh, confused as to... Well, I thought you did uh, Patriots, right? Nope. Oh. Did you get offered that and turned it down? <laughs> yeah, I was like, like... that. Right? No. Whatever. Not important. No, I was going to say that none of it happened and it's not important. <laughs> Um <laughs> yeah back no, to I the was, notes. I was always confused as to why there was a push for the Redskins to get a new stadium as early. Yeah, I mean like it was ba- built fairly recently and then I went there once. It's fucking awful. Yeah.
2: The road, the the visiting locker room looks like a 4A high school. Yeah. Uh, there's 4A schools that
0: are definitely better. Um yeah, so the Mint Press thing, they ran an article where they had a number of hard copies of articles that had ran in the british press that had since been pulled from the internet so it was all stuff where you know like this just fucking society gossip bullshit that the british tabloids love uh that was written before epstein was ever accused of anything and so it all looks in a different light now that he is And one of them was, it was in a British paper, but it was a quote from like a New York socialite. They're like, one unnamed New York socialite says. Uh, And it was that she knew, or whoever it was, for some reason I just assume it's a woman, but uh, they knew everything. Like they were just like, you know, yeah, he's got fucking young girls over there all the time giving him massages. And then uh, had a story in there about how Jelaine had, like, a bunch of 20-year-olds over to her apartment and was, like, instructing them on sex techniques. Uh, She said a whip was involved somewhere. Nice. Um, And, like, that was published, like, 2002. And he wasn't accused of anything uh, by, like, the legal system until 2006. Uh, So just trying to establish this was not a secret. Like, Like, how could you fucking run this many people in? And keep it totally quiet. I mean, Maria Farmer went to the FBI in 1996. Uh, and so there's just a ton of people who, you know, I mean, like, it, just as you're looking around you and saying, like, what kind of humans am I surrounded by? And what kind of humans am I? Um, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I, I, I would have thought that we're all the kind of people that object strongly to the abuse of minors. But this episode has taught me that, in fact... Some people are more okay with it than you would think,
1: especially if you are um, employed or you're being, you know, you are you you rely on this person for yeah whatever. It's like, well, what? I don't have any other options. Yeah, that's that's probably um, a lesser talked about part of all this is all the people who just turned a blind eye.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's weird too because <clears throat> like <clears throat> people have always done the jokes about like, uh, you know. I, don't know, I guess it's probably not even jokes like the people that go to like Thailand on like sex tours that are for things that are like very much off the books in like the first world. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, like and not to be like completely stereotypical here, but like there are a lot of countries still today. I would actually say most countries where if you're a very powerful male, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want when it comes to women. And so... A Lot of times whenever these people you know from America or from England go to other countries They're looking for places where it's like well. Yeah, of course. That's what you do And I don't say anything or really even care because you pay me and you have power like That's you could not get away with most of this happening like in America Like I know some of it happened in Manhattan and some but I mean When it happened in Florida, he did actually go to trial yeah. Like if you look at, I would imagine, again, most countries in the world, I'm fairly certain that their male leaders are – nothing. not everything they're doing is on the up and up when it comes to the sexual side of things. I would have to imagine.
1: That's a big part of the Henry Abbott stuff. There's a couple like specifically devoted to – I don't want to get this wrong, but I'm going to get it wrong. Is it UAE or –
0: yeah, Saudi's in there for too, for sure too, but I, Definitely. I I think that you're right. It's the UAE because they're they're the big BCCI one and the uh, the the patriarch of the
1: Khashoggi family. Yeah, Ahlan. Um, yeah, like and just how prevalent running girls was. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's, it's happening. <laughs> it, Abbott links to a 60 Minutes Australia piece where like one of. His, like, one of Adnan Khashoggi's pleasure wives is like just, it's, you know, 20 pleasure years, wives. 30 years later, just talking about it. Uh, it, very is that what they call it? Yeah, like, that's <laughs> that was like her some at, <laughs> yes, it's
2: also so demeaning to the regular wife.
0: Yeah, like, I, I <laughs> think the regular wife was, was call me like demeaned.
2: a stability wife, this could be something halfway ball glowing, and chain. <laughs> pleasure wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when, Obviously, she is not supplying pleasure. To right. The other one, yeah, doesn't have the, t- the title
2: "soul sucking uh, succubus <laughs> wife."
0: But yes yeah, yeah. it, the Henry Abbott stuff, he's mainly a lot of it's like him reading a book and like presenting the key findings and like talking about how they connect. It's very little, and I mean, like I don't say this as a criticism, just a description. Um, it's very little, like original reporting, you know. Uh, But the one thing that he does add to this is that – and he alludes a couple times that whenever he started writing about this stuff, some people started calling him who knew some things about it and were like, hey, look here and stuff like that. And one of those people uh, is the only, like, clear connection between Epstein and Adnan Khashoggi, who was one of the biggest, like, uh, arms dealers. Like, he was just a huge deal between – um, you know, like making the deals work between like uh, American arms manufacturers and the Saudi royal family, who's, you know, one of the biggest, like Saudi Arabia, you know, to this day is, they buy just a shit ton of our weapons. Uh, and so he's was just kind of making all of that work on every side and getting extremely rich in the course of it. Like there's plenty of stuff in the, the Abbott thing about him you know, like, ingratiating himself to Nixon. Like, he was meeting with Nixon before he was president. He was doing giant uh, business deals with a bank owned by Nixon's best friend that Nixon had introduced him to. Just tons of stuff of him, you know, like, finding money to the right place. Is he's uh, still alive? No. Okay. Uh, say, Khashoggi that's... died in 2018.
2: I'm talking about the arms dealer.
0: Yeah, that's Khashoggi.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you said there was a middleman between the two.
0: I no, mean, like no, Adnan cut the was middle man. the middleman. <laughs> okay. No, no, he he was the middleman between uh Saudi Arabia and like North of Government and stuff like that.
1: Got it. Uh also tie into gun running, which is something that I guess happens <laughs> more than I realized. Uh G Max's dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, known known gun runner. Like that was a thing. Like that rumored to be um Mossad asset, or if not, just a straight up agent. Um
0: Yeah, Mm. I think the Assad stuff – or Mossad. Assad's the uh, Syrian leader. Yeah. Um, Mossad stuff with him is – I mean, like, at his – His funeral. His funeral was in Israel and at it the current – like, at at the time, prime minister of Israel said he has done more for Israel than can be told today. And
2: you're like – What does that mean? You mean by publishing British newspapers?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think that's it. Hit some great (laughs)
2: bylines. Like – yeah, I don't know how you square that.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you yeah, <laughs> know, I know how. It's, yeah. Uh, he was uh, heavily involved in Mossad. Um, so then uh, Donald Barr is uh, the guy who hired – it's uh, Bill Barr's dad. He hired Epstein to the first of the curious jobs that he had. He, like he just – he dropped out of college and then, uh, you know, was immediately hired at one of the most elite prep schools. Uh, Iglesias is a alma mater, Jake. <sighs>
2: I don't even have the energy to do the voice.
0: Um, and uh, so, Donald but if he Barr, got caught
2: up in this somehow. I, yeah, that would please me.
0: <laughs> I, I think that's as close as we're going to get. Okay, but, you know, it's not nowhere. Okay. Um, and uh, Donald Barr was CIA. You know, like he he had strong. He worked for the CIA and had connections and did lots of things that certainly looked like he was continuing to be a CIA. Precursor person.
1: to CIA, too, right? Uh, yeah, OSS. OSS.
0: Yeah, during World War II, Donald, Donald Barr forward. was working at o- OSS. Uh, <laughs> Brick by break. <laughs> The second that uh, Bill Barr graduated college, he was working at the CIA. Do you think it was because his dad knew people there or not? Um, Just a capable agent. And so, yeah, between Maxwell, Barr, and Khashoggi, I would say that th- this is in the realm of I'm moving over to the things you can imagine – I think you can very easily imagine that Jeffrey Epstein worked for intelligence. Uh, in that uh, – the Mint Press thing uh, summarizing articles that had been pulled, that were written about Epstein before 2006, there's a couple references there to him telling people that he was CIA or telling people that he was Mossad and then later denying it, stuff like that. Well, uh, I
2: mean even – like it is so funny to me like whenever – when stories that seem very peculiar break, the number of people that will be, like, run to be like, that's not that
0: weird. The fucking passport thing. That doesn't make any sense. That's another thing where Khashoggi, I think, looms large in my mind. Because I don't don't think i finished my point. The Henry Abbott thing, he had a source who told him that uh, Khashoggi and Epstein were together in London in the 80s and that Khashoggi was most definitely, like, a clear mentor working with him, working with Epstein a lot. And, uh... Whatever, like Khashoggi was tied up in uh, Iran Contra, and like he was he was <sighs> a big all part of that. that yeah, so like let's
2: just play we're, bingo we're here. We're checking yeah. the boxes.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's the sale of arms somewhere in the world. So he's right. He's a big time. And, and after that, um, I it was either that or just the Church Committee stuff. Um, at some point, he had a falling out. Like he was too hot in the U.S. to keep doing arms deals. And simultaneously, Britain was very upset that they were not involved at all in these arms deals and Britain's arms manufacturers were being cut out of these millions. Yeah. So uh, Prince Andrew like led a concerted effort to get himself in with Khashoggi uh, and it resulted in one of the largest arms contract, I think it still is, like the largest arms deal, like they're still fulfilling it, the British government is. They
1: had to get a taste.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, And uh, Robert Maxwell was uh, rumored to be big in that so this is all going down in the 80s of Prince Andrew trying to convince Adnan Khashoggi to have the Saudi royal family buy weapons from Britain uh, With Robert Maxwell being a person who knows everyone involved and you know through his intelligence shit can be influencing all this and then you know I mean like you've got this source saying that Epstein is in there with all that, he goes on to, you know, have this relationship with Robert Maxwell's daughter. Like I, I this is so speculative, but th- you could really start to see how the whole thing comes together because Khashoggi was definitely a guy who was constantly supplying people with very young women for sex and was willing to tape it so that he had leverage over you so that he could do these arms deals. Like uh, the example that Abbott uses, which I think is a great one, is uh, the college admissions scandal that we recently had with the, the rich people paying for their daughters to go to USC and shit like that.
2: Operation Varsity Blues. Yeah. Uh, uh, how that
0: unfolded was federal. like the FBI met once with one guy and were like, are you doing anything illegal? And he was like, yes, let me explain it to you. Uh, and if, the, if he thought that uh, – what's, what's her name? Laurie McLaughlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. if he thought that Laurie McLaughlin had a video of him having sex with a 17-year-old, he would not have said that to the FBI. Yeah, that makes sense. And so whenever you're doing this it's not that everyone is just so obsessed with having sex with 17-year-olds. It's that they are willing to do it. It does sound nice to them. And uh, that if the other person has a video of you doing it, then like all this is great. Um yeah, I've I've heard descriptions of business deals like you know, we're just not necessarily this level of thing, but I it's my understanding that it is a common way to do business in the high levels of the world currently that it's very helpful if everyone sees everyone else do illegal shit so that we all know that we've got, you know, we're in a little Mexican standoff here and that's going to allow us to move forward with an understanding, right? I feel like we're talking about a classic prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh
2: wow that's probably like day one of you know like a freshman philosophy class god it really is it really is and it's like pretty much as far as i got in understanding that hey lori's husband it should be noted is
1: the mossimo guy (laughs) that's right yeah that's right i don't think i remember that just i mean for all uh all of our peers out there who are rocking uh sight for sore eyes mossimo eyes with some yaga sh- with some yaga mixed in and some umbro <laughs> shorts and this one's for you i have not yaga and maybe a,
2: a little stussy uh yeah we've done this you before you guys know dude. that M yeah. popsicle shirt we're we're, we're not going to do it again
1: okay i like this guy it. says stussy
2: oh yeah do say stussy. it is stussy
1: it's stussy yeah.
2: I, I i know okay. i can't I'm, escape the the only time I heard. I, uh, when i appeared on their uh stream i immediately had to forcefully try to yeah clarify this and it was met with Blank stairs, basically. Did they not get it down Stussy. there. Yeah, that's uh,
0: unfortunate.
2: Did you have the? Um, <clears throat> never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, bud? No, I was just there was there was rumors about like YAGA and like what it stood for. Yeah, and it was either like either you uh, were gay or you were anti-gay, depending on which one you believed. Oh, okay. It was either it was like either youth against I feel like a like a gay species. America, <laughs> youth against a gay America. People be like, dude, you're homophobic. They weren't using that term. But you know, that was the that was the rumor that you were making some sort of social statement by wearing yaga. Kids are fucking dumb. But it also <laughs> took the form
2: of of the person wearing it. Yeah. So it, it meant whatever you believed, it was an expression of that. Uh you know, something I was just thinking about whenever you're talking about like not everybody's into the 17-year-old, but a lot of people are like, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I think one of the greatest cultural progressions we've made in the last 20 years is MILFs.
0: Yeah. I think you're
2: right. I Because, like, if you think about, like, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones, like, or Dan's done these segments, right? Mm-hmm. Like, where he pulls 20 yeah. songs Awful from long. the 60s. Like, yeah, it was just... Very, very culturally appealing.
0: Hey, you guys like 12 year olds? For a
2: long time, for people who were famous, men, to like be into teenagers. And like, I feel like that is I mean, non existent now. Like unless a, you're like the guitarist for Newfound Glory. But other than that, 100% documented that
0: just about that every rock star of the <laughs> 70s. Yeah. Was, yeah, like 14-year-olds.
2: And that probably did not stop in the 70s. That probably is more of like all the way to the 90s,
1: so 80s for sure. Can this all be traced back to American Pie and Stifler's Mom? Because that feels like, for me, my introduction to uh, to MILFs, which, you know, moved into the
0: MILF Hunter. <laughs> yeah, <it's> cer- <laughs> that's certainly in. where Captain the term Statham. came in. But I, I mean, I, I just think it's a good – like I like – That, uh, the second a woman turns 23 in the porn industry, that it's, it's, she's labeled as a milk. I
2: don't like that.
0: Well, see, I, I know- (laughs) I don't like that at all. I
2: find that incredibly misleading.
0: That's, well, (laughs) that's because of your agenda. I'm just saying that, that, like, of the, of the ways you could go with this, trying to convince you that a 23-year-old was actually 16- it implies that you think that I wish that she was sixteen. That's a good point. Which I
2: don't like. But instead I'm gonna to try to convince you this twenty-three is thirty-five.
0: That I love. I understand where you're now you're, you're saying from. what I prefer is thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And I I see it happening constantly across xvideos.com. And uh, I think it's a good development. So
2: when we're uh, you know when when washed sells for like six billion or something Mm -hmm. like you're going to be clear because you're just going to be running like cory chase lookalikes like in and out of wherever you i mean there's no legality issues there yeah that's something i've definitely thought about
0: (laughs) 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 just (laughs) consenting adults having a good time together It it
2: is really weird though if you think about like i mean it's one thing to like look at the 50s and 60s 70s 80s like in pop culture but really, this is probably probably like the only time in human history that there's at least like a 50-50 split on the preferred yeah. desirable I, female. I mean,
1: that was like a, a knock on the on the Romans and the and the Greeks, you know, like, oh, they were into like little little kids and stuff. Yeah. And, and it's like like, look at them. You know, that was crazy. And it's like, well, it kind of still like, still going on. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, this is definitely a step in the right direction. I think it's great.
2: Like, I know that there have been, like, slight outliers throughout human history where, like, being thicker meant that you were healthier. hmm hmm And I don't know exactly where that place is historically or geographically. But I don't
0: know if that's slight outliers. I, I think most of the time it was hard to get food, so the only people who could get enough of it— were you know like to get fat where they're very very wealthy
2: yeah but like he's saying though it definitely feels like there are vast historical accounts of people like looking for the smallest person possible like youngest
0: the youngest if you could get a, a fat plump youngin. Young one, maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know
1: <laughs> don't say plump young
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try, try not to say plump,
1: plump is something just be sure to be removed from your vocabulary. Yeah, you know, that didn't feel
0: good. <laughs> I don't know the last time
2: I said it, uh, but I, I know it'll be a while
0: now. <laughs> but yeah, so Epstein's passport, I think it was, I think it's like a Norwegian passport or something like that. It's a European country, but uh, it lists his home address is uh, in Riyadh. And so as far as, like, uh, clear t- – like, something is going on with uh, Saudi Arabia at that point. And whenever you add that in with Henry Abbott having people telling him that uh, Epstein was a big-time associate of Adnan Khashoggi who used sex and tapes of sex to make his industry work. Like, you know, that that to me – like. All of that is just smoke, but it's painting a clear picture, in my mind, of this progression. Of he meets this guy who tells him, like, hey, you know, uh, if you film people having sex, like— uh, You can it, get a lot done. <laughs> yeah, you can get a lot done. And he's like, okay, good. And he's like, you know, I'll introduce you to some people. They'll get you some fake passports. It's, uh, this is all good. And, you know, Robert Maxwell is sitting there at the table also being like, yeah, you know, he's right. He's got a lot of points. Uh, my daughter can help. I've been training her for this kind of stuff for right. my entire life. That's a wild part that it was like a family
1: business, you know, the with the Maxwell's. Because normally you think like, oh my god, you, you see in in popular culture representations like, I think my dad's in the CIA. It's almost like your dad being in the mob or something, right? And and I would love to know how he went about like recruiting her, or, like getting her involved. Yeah, it's like hey, you've got what it takes. I think you're the
0: one. Yeah, popular documentary The Americans could mm. give you some insight into this. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but.
2: Uh, like, he beat the shit out of her,
0: like, yeah.
2: a lot, which was weird because the boat was named Lady Ghislaine, and they had, like, nine kids. Eh,
0: I don't know if that's weird at well, all. Well, I guess you know you're right, I mean? yeah,
2: but it felt very much like a, I don't know, like, overly hot relationship. He hits from them a, because
0: he loves them, Jake. Yeah, that's like, what
2: he said. And who knows, like, maybe, I don't know where those accounts came from.
0: He's old school.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I yeah. love...
0: Uh, it was from a lady who I think had a relationship with him because his wife uh, published a, a you know book about him that might have been where she was like he's a strict disciplinarian, but then like another woman who knew him had, had published a book that was like more specific that was you know talking about she was like talking to nine year old Jelaine. and she was like yeah Daddy's coming home to give me a hiding yeah like we got a scheduled hiding that's where she, she learned, learned the, to the pick whips. out the switch yeah. Uh, fucked up shit But yeah, you you know, it's how could a person come to like be this person who's like not even attempting that much Herself to have sex with minors, but is just like obsessed with helping other people have sex with minors Yeah, you gotta have some fucked up stuff in the in the family um, So As far as other stuff you can imagine He's yeah, I kind of put
2: the notes page now.
0: <laughs> I kind of put the uh, buying girls from other countries in. Imagine, you know, like he, it's him making a boast, one-off thing. I, I don't know if that's nailed down, but yeah, that's just. And as far as the, the thing that Abbott is consumed with, that I also have a lot of questions about is with Kishoji. He's having girls have sex on tape with powerful people to make the arms deals work. Like, that he doesn't want anyone going and saying, hey, this guy's uh, helping America sell fucking weapons to Iran, who's on a weapons embargo, so that they can fund the activities of a right-wing group that Congress passed a law explicitly stating they couldn't fund. Um, You know, you don't want that getting out, so you got these sex tapes. What is Epstein doing that he needs the sex tapes for? Like, there's... Not a lot of him being involved in arms deals. Uh,
2: let me let me step in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he's doing is uh, having sex with minors.
0: But it feels <laughs> so, like having sex with... minors. if you have lo- a bunch
2: like, of other people on tape doing similar things, then... You think that's
0: the whole thing for him?
2: I think so. And, like, at that point, you become untouchable because you have a whole bunch of other people, obviously, as you said, that you could implicate. And I think, yeah, like, the dude... I think mean, he's just a record-breaking deviant. I mean, Although I don't think the three time a day teams is day. that yeah. weird. Again, I want <laughs> I don't want to walk that back at all. Uh and I also wonder if that's more of a mean or a median, <laughs> but we don't need to <laughs> probably don't need to get too yeah. deep into that. But I mean to me, that's it. That and like uh you know, not having his finances dug into too hard. But it, you're right, it is not quite the same as like being involved in iran contra,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: but it also might just be being part of of the intelligence community and like not wanting that to get out, so
0: yeah I just I think that he's part of the intelligence community for a reason right like and i I just want like yeah it's chicken or the egg for you sure. don't just be part of the intelligence community you're doing something for the intelligence community like what was he and having uh, all that shit there there is a guy um The Mint Press thing linked to another person who used to be a CBS producer, Uh, like, you know, was working on CBS news things and apparently like went off on his own. And he produced an interview with uh, a dude going on the record saying that Epstein was big time Israeli intelligence and that he was trying to get. American politicians on tape having sex with underage girls to give to Israel so that Israel could be like You know you ever <laughs> want to not uh, Approve sending millions to us. Well, it would be a shame if this got out. Yeah, well, I
2: feel like uh up until a few minutes ago, I thought that absent of that evidence, it still seems like it's going pretty well for them. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's
0: the reason it's going well for them. I guess that's true. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of things going on there. I yeah. don't think it's just uh, leverage. But that—that that is the you know a guy who says that he knows and the in the interview like the the guy prefaces the CBS uh, news veteran pre- prefaces the whole thing with. This guy's probably a fucking liar. I don't know if he's lying about this, but like he's a person that's going to tell you the things that are good for him and like make things better for him, not necessarily the things that are true. Um, so it's all take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, that guy's like hundred percent. I know exactly how it works. How it works is he gets powerful people on tape having sex. He gives it to Israel. Israel tells them you ever don't support us. This is coming out. So that's the picture he paints but I you know I, I don't know you that's know? believable
1: I think that's I a think fairly effective believable. method but <laughs> what's what's yeah. crazy is uh that he made it as long as he did after the non prosecution agreement when like people knew people in those circles all knew like oh that's this guy this guy's uh he's the world class pedo and he made it to what 2019 2020 like I can't yeah. whatever year he um 2019 is when he killed himself yeah yeah. It's it's like man, I feel like his um, his usefulness was you'd think greatly reduced
2: after that. Yeah, he was far from like persona non grata though. But that's like, the right, most but yeah, impressive that, part. That, like you're correct, not just yeah. alive, you're also like his hey, whole meet, thing. Meet Bill Gates. Yeah. Most of his
0: stuff with Leon Black is after all the money. All 158 million is after the conviction. Yeah, uh, you know, like yeah, the Bill Gates is still going to the island. <laughs> Uh, after See? the convention. Well, you
2: can't abandon your friend at that point.
0: I mean, he, that's <laughs> what he, he is needs. Just ride, or is. ride or
1: die, bro. Yeah, he needs you more
2: than ever. Dude, I still... Well, I listen to that audio of Bill Gates on uh, on PBS like oh, boy. L- once once a week. Well, he's dead. Once man. every couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, well, he's dead, so...
0: <laughs> like, so <laughs> Thank you, Bill. So it's <laughs> um, Yeah, I... Hearing Maria Farmer talk about Wexner and just – I've got so many questions about Wexner. Yeah, like, he just – what a shadowy figure. He seems like the weirdest fucking guy.
2: Yeah, I got to be honest. like like uh, similar to uh, to the Mossimo situation. I had no idea that, like, the purveyor of, like, teen bras could be, like, a, a trillionaire mover and shaker. Like – I'm also surprised. I know every mall had one, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a Nordstrom's. Like <laughs> It just looked like a relatively spare, yeah. like, well, teen clothing store. He
0: owned, like— It was
2: Victoria's the, Secret, we, too, right?
0: He founded the Limited, but the, the L Brands owned Victoria's Secret and Abercrombie & Fitch. Okay, yeah, and and I didn't you, know all that at If you ask me how like, much what? does the Abercrombie & Fitch guy make, I would say, what's the biggest number you know? Yeah, but they haven't been popping in forever. For the, but
1: at the time— They've rebranded. Have they? They've gotten away from the uh, shirtless sixteen-year-old hunks from the Upper pen- Peninsula and, and of Michigan, black and white catalogs. Yeah, and and literally the Park Mall in Arlington, you walk in and there's a like a fifteen-year-old like kid with abs standing at the front, shirtless, and like uh, all the moms and their kids are gawking at him. I've seen that happen multiple times. Like what? <laughs> is, and even as like an idiot, like fourteen-year-old, like this is weird. This doesn't <laughs> seem like a thing that should happen.
2: This so what's even-. the
1: rebrand? I think they're just uh, going a little bit away from the teens. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know anybody who wears it, and I'm old. They're not doing the frayed cargo shorts anymore. Uh, yeah, but yeah. They, they used I to be an what outdoor brand. They used to be like similar to Orvis or something, where it was like a you know high yeah. end. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go fishing with the lads. Yeah, and then they <laughs> they realize there's more money in like. Shirts with uh that said cocks or, or that had like a, a rooster sitting on a keg. I had this shirt on a keg, like uh, it's talons just gripping the keg. And they're like, Yeah, hey, let me just sell these to, to high school kids. I, I definitely
2: had the slacker shirt. I should tell you guys that it
0: just said slacker.
1: Yeah, that's not a good shirt. It was a bad shirt, and I wore <laughs> it was a pretty lot. Good.
0: I wore it a lot. Um, yeah, no, I you know, I. I Doubt that Abercrombie & Fitch is making a lot of money now, but uh, license to print it in the 90s. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. And if, if at any point you're making uh, hundreds of millions, like, diversify, you know? Get like, away uh, from just
2: bras I mean, and he, get into trafficking.
0: Well, he, uh, New Albany, Ohio, you know all the deal about New Albany, Ohio? Uh, it's like he owns the town or
2: something, right? Yeah. Yeah. You Whenever you buy in. a
0: house there, you don't buy a house there. You get like a 99 year lease from the Wexner company or whatever.
2: That's the strangest shit you've it, said in the last hour and a half.
0: And the whole thing is all planned. Like it's it's that's really weird. He lives in a place where like the entire place it's it's just him. It's he's doing everything. Like
2: did he buy it from a disgraced uh, former photographer as well? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. Have you guys looked into that at all? Is
1: that who it was? Yeah. Are we talking about the town that was recently acquired? Yeah. I did not. I, didn't I forgot to
2: bring it up to you yesterday when we were talking Cuban. Disgrace for, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bollinger works for the realty company that owned that property that Cuban purchased it from. And when Cuban purchased it, he said to the morning news, I was helping a friend out with a deal. Yeah. Well, that friend, yeah. Is
0: the guy that he fired for sexual harassment?
2: Uh, Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, that's certainly a wrinkle that no one's really followed.
2: Yeah, it hasn't been brought up too much, but, I mean, I his picture's on their website.
1: Guy. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh,
1: Is no. this near Columbus?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, that's Columbus. another
1: thing that I was unaware of, his connection to Ohio State, like multiple buildings and stuff, like health centers named after Wexner.
0: Yeah, Wexner's from Columbus. Like okay, first, I did not know that. The first limited was in like a mall in Columbus.
1: And I believe they've since been changed. But that was a thing. Like, oh really? It's that?
0: That's I th- great. I think so. I it we've talked about this before, but it, it just it drives me insane how little formal heat Wexner gets. Like just he needs to explain in public why he gave this man power of attorney. And I mean, like, I think that he's uh made the statements about it or whatever, but like, you know, a real one. Like, don't let it off on that. Oh, I'm not,
1: dude. T- I'm sorry, it is still the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center. Okay. Okay. That's and not still, just one building. Still has his photo up and okay. Huh? Not <laughs> yeah. weird at all. No. Yeah,
0: so that that kind of stuff, I just I need that to change. In, well, you think Urban and him
1: that. ever had some some good talks? No, oh, there's no doubt. Oh, Probably my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted I, – now I've, I'm moving into just uh, some some random uh, thoughts in the ephemeral, just some notes you okay. know, from the whole investigation. I probably only got a few minutes left. Yeah, kind of moving towards wrapping up. Uh, just one of the things that emerged from this, um, you know, Abbott's like four links down talking about the CIA somewhere and talked about a, a banker who uh, – or er, that was uh, involved in the CIA and – There's an interview with a dude who's like, yeah, I know the bankers and the CIA because he brought me in. And they were like, oh, yeah, so, like, what'd you do? And he's like, well, it's all in my autobiography. But what the deal is, is uh, I owned a business and the CIA would just put people on my payroll and they would be able to go around and say, like, I work for this guy. That's why I'm here. That's a
2: pretty common thing, right? Yeah,
0: extremely. Yeah, that's that's like how the whole thing works. And they were like, well, why'd they pick you? And he was like, uh, well, because what I owned was an import-export business. And the CIA, of course, loves the import export business because it's a lot of people in other countries that don't have to explain why they're there because it's obvious they're in the import export business.
2: And they I still can. I not uh, if you knew anyone in the import export business. Did you just accuse my wife of being an asset? Like, I, she's as definitely she talked to someone room. from the CIA <laughs> without knowing it. I'm
0: positive of that now. You
2: know, it's probably not out of the question. I'm very You're very quiet. Very quiet. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure the CIA could not get around that at all. Uh also they like have the ability to move shit. Yeah. And like not have people look at it. Yeah. So, uh whether that is uh you know, cocaine or uh slave girls.
0: An interesting and Both
2: are Yeah. <laughs> both are an option. I've seen the wire. Yeah. Uh
0: interesting. dead girls.
2: Dead girls. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: bad deal. That's one of the funniest lines of that entire show. Like what? when Frank realizes what's going on, he's like, "Dead girls, <laughs> full of dead girls." He was in over his head. He was in over his head for sure. I think he was pure at heart, but also possibly a racist. So that that contradicts the pure at heart part.
0: A different time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> not that different, but <laughs> sure.
0: Um. But yeah, the one thing that that Abbott highlights that I didn't really understand, like you'd always kind of like known that the CIA and stuff like that is sniffing around these various like, uh, like like we all know for sure, like how their involvement in um, the drug trade, you know, of like uh, there was that the the Tom Hanks movie that I've referenced before, American Made, that I I got the guy's name wrong, and you were uh, you remember this? This was like a month ago. I do. I thought his name was Bobby Seal. That's what it was. And you were like, no, that's another guy.
2: That is a different guy.
0: And you were right. Yeah. His name's Barry Seal.
2: Bobby Seal. I thought f- it was just Seal.
0: <laughs> 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 what um, if Seal
2: went by Just Seal? <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, Bobby Seal founded the Black Panthers, I believe. Yeah. Uh, or not maybe not founded, but he was a but it's – Early lieutenant.
0: And a big deal of this is – like, like any kind of like a shady banking situation, you know, like banks where the point of them is to obscure whose money it is and where it comes from and stuff like that. The CIA, you would think, wants to crack down on that because they're part of law enforcement and law enforcement's whole job is clearing up situations like that. But the CIA is primarily concerned with solving the problem of how do we pay people with money we're not supposed to have. And having shady banks is extremely helpful. So you they're know, just like us, <laughs> <laughs> you know, running cocaine to make funds that Congress couldn't officially appropriate, uh, and hiding that in a, a bank for drug runners. You know, that's something that they love to do. What's the bank from
1: the eighties? BC, BCCI.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one that always pops up. Yeah, that's that's big in here, and that's the thing where like. We're all talking about this imagine if Jeffrey Epstein was procuring underage girls for powerful people. The BCCI thing, like that's nailed down. They, it's congressional testimony of people being like, yes, employees of the bank got fucking 13-year-old girls, sold them to the UAE uh, royal family, and they were just fucking abused for life from there on. Like, that's a person saying, like, in in front of Congress being like, this is something I know to be true.
2: That, like, this is what we talked about last time. And it drives me crazy that, like, I I seriously wanted to talk to uh, my Q family member about this the last time I saw them and be like, look, we're not that different. Yeah. (laughs) But there's a lot of stuff that people have actually said under oath that was reported on. I could show you the videos Let's just focus probably, on that. I'm like, it's nuts. I agree with you. There's a lot We don't need to get into on. JFK Jr. We and could just talk med- about this. Love your motivation. Love your energy. Let's just focus it here. Yeah. Because this stuff happened for sure. And it's just weird to me that, I guess that's one of the weirdest parts to me about the Q thing. is just that there's a lot of shit out there that you could have really sunk your teeth into. Uh, <laughs> and you've opted for this one. It's strange.
1: Is the, is the JFK Jr. stuff still going on down at Dealey?
0: I don't know if they're still gathering there, but I know that the people are in town. There was a story recently in the Observer that uh, the family members of like uh, one of the people that was involved in this whole deal uh, was like bragging about how she'd been uh, mixing their like uh, anti-COVID cocktails, and it's just like bleach. She was just telling, like, they're all just yeah. drinking bleach together.
2: Uh, I went down there, uh, not to Dealey Plaza, but I would have, I would have thought that during Trump, uh, Papa Bill Sunday, that there would have been a lot more of that shit. And there was not, Hmm. there was like your normal grifter merch setups. There was three or four tents for that, but I thought it was going to be like a full on, you know, Dealey Plaza, JFK Jr. thing. and I I didn't see really any of that. That's too bad. I know. Maybe they all were at the church service. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Huge.
0: Uh, and then one of the kind of final things I'd like to say is just point out that, as this podcast often does, if we just want to make our uh, you know, blanket point about everything, this is a wealth accumulation problem, folks. There's a lot of people out there that would like to abuse 17-year-olds, uh, and most of them can't do it because uh, most of us don't have hundreds of millions of dollars. And if you did, as I would encourage you to do, and adopted government policies that broadly constrained consumption— Uh, You'd make it so that no one had enough money that they could set up a ring I would like to keep
2: the pool, but I understand the pool might be in play Um, Your pool. Yeah,
0: you can keep the pool Maybe I don't think that everyone who has a pool has a large ring of underage sex If you
1: do have a pool though, you are more likely it's pretty undeniable
0: (laughs) All of the people we've talked about
1: today had pools. Yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right
2: It does make you wonder, though, if like, because like, as you said, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that would want to do this and they just can't. I'm interested. And this is probably a much more uh, a broader topic. I'm interested if people become more interested in something like that as they become more powerful.
0: I think so. I think it's what you're talking about. Of like, you would masturbate three times a day if you like had the time, but like. But I can promise
2: you, there is no amount of money in the world that would make me attracted to like late teen, early like. That's just not.
0: You've got your own thing going on. I think that's clear enough. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm saying there's a lot of people
2: like me. You know, I don't think I don't think I don't know anyone like you. All right. Well, I felt like a shot. You're one of a kind.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're one of a kind. So. I, don't know. I know a lot of people kind of like you. I don't know. I'd say you stand out amongst everyone I've met as far as uh, glorifying the 54-year-old woman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Last thing I'll say, putting it all like, out there like this, I think this Epstein guy was a real sicko.
0: <laughs>
1: I think you
2: may be onto something.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to make of Spacey.
2: Oh, we can't do that. That's a whole other <laughs> We can't well, do you, gotta, you can't talk Spacey
0: without Chris Tucker. <sighs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, but if I'm... Again, the the woman who was on the plane with Spacey and Chris Tucker does say that that was the one Chris time... Chris fucking Tucker, man. Why? Everyone I was cool
2: towards her. I can't wrap my... Yeah, he's the calming influence. Fine.
0: That's what she says, Fair, but I, I don't know. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, I thought Spacey was, like, more involved than just that. But I, it doesn't seem like Spacey's trying to get girls, guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, he killed a guy.
0: So it just seems like,
2: I don't know, I don't know. I, it's kind of a, I would imagine it's whatever you want type situation, but yeah, I, I don't know. Th- 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 Jack sort of like,
1: seems like, look at this
2: weirdo.
0: It seems <laughs> to suggest he just that? Watch
1: out for this dude. <laughs>
0: We're like, it's not even that, like, like, because you can see how some of these, like, there's a, in the documentary, they talk about how, like, Weinstein shows up, you know, and like, like, you so. Oh, it's a
2: nice season three edition.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you you get this, like, idea of, like, there's people around that, like, all know that they like the same sick, twisted shit, and so they, like, you know, people are aware of this stuff, Uh, but, like, they at least like the same sick, twisted shit. It appears that Kevin Spacey likes a different kind of sick, twisted shit, but for him to still pop up and be like, hey, I heard uh, weird things were going on. How weird are we talking? Let me just see. Uh, I don't know. peak. It's, I feel like there was nothing deal. off limits
1: for him. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> going yeah. back and watching like LA Confidential or something, I'm just like, ooh, yeah, that guy was definitely into some water sports or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, well, do you have anything you want to promote? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, just uh check out check out our, our series of podcasts. Uh washed media, uh circling back podcast, Too Much Dip is our sports vehicle. Shout out to KJ, I'm sure he's listening. And that's it, man. I, I I really appreciate uh you guys letting me do this in person. Yeah. This was great. How are y'all doing with the Cron? Everybody owe me free? Yeah, I hope. Come, yeah, what come. what
0: was your test result? Me? Oh it was Oh, no, no, okay. yeah. no, I'm good. PCR, passed
1: at PCR Tuesday morning, so. Did you have a contact? No. Oh,
2: yeah, Randy, oh. our uh, our producer. That's tough. It was tough. Look, it's going to happen. We just hope this is not the end of civilization. We're still rocking antibodies over here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Monocronal? I don't even know what that means, but I've been seeing it in the news a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I haven't, I, I don't know what that is. it's it's a it's chronal it's mono all right we'll see you that's it for tonight the high school special is next so until
0: tomorrow for everyone who's been a part of this one i'm tc and jake we do thank you for watching good night